Hello and welcome to the DeFi Daily, a 10-minute or less DeFi and crypto update. I'm Amy, here with Pat, and today is Tuesday, October 12th, 2021. Well, we step away for a week and Bitcoin goes from $50,000 to $57,000. Gosh, it just is so much fun. Um, we're probably going to have to name this, I don't know, we're going to have to work on titles for the episode, but a, a candidate would be crypto uh, Bitcoin 60,000 watch v2 because that is 60 it was about 60k was that was the all-time high right it was like right around there so we are bumping up against the all-time high that is super exciting uh overall market cap is at 2.3 trillion dollars which is spectacular uh good for us as a crypto industry ethereum sitting up uh just uh just over uh just over just barely positive at 3500 uh cardano is one of the the kind of the big up coins today up at two two dollars and 13 cents solana is off of their high so their high was about 170 180 they then slid after the hack, went back up, and then now they're sitting at 148. So they're down off of their they're down off of like a few of the different highs they've had. Um, I think still maybe a little bit of uh, well, I don't know. It's a good question. Like I actually don't know. I I would imagine I was expecting Solana to keep going up. So uh, there must still be a little bit of trepidation after the ha- hacks and the kind of the way that was all handled. Uh, Doge sitting at 22 cents, so it's down a little bit. And then new up and comer Luna te- from Terra is uh, is doing really well. So it's at 38. dollars the DeFi Daily is sponsored by Money 2020 Conference happening in Las Vegas from October 24th to the 27th. We will actually be recording live from the conference that week. And if you'd like to attend, we have a discount code for you. You can use code DEF200 to receive $200 off your ticket. Just not not DeFi 200, DEF200. Yep. 200, DEF, DEF 200. Yeah. Yeah. Good. <laughs> All right. <laughs> First up, in its semi-annual global financial stability report, the IMF reports that cryptoization is a threat to the global economy. I actually wanted this story to be second, but that's okay because that's how much I care what the IMF is says about this kind of stuff. <laughs> and so even though it's a, it's a cool story, it's still like – I just – like it's so stupid. Um so they, they essentially came out, and this this was directly uh, targeted El Salvador. They basically were making a direct comment to El Salvador about, they said the cryptoization, but that's it's the Bitcoinization of these, which there's just so many levels upon which this just annoys me so incredibly. Like, honestly, um, if you've never read it, go read uh, Confessions of an Economic Hitman. Now, it's about the World Bank instead of the IMF, but it's all the same stuff. It, it is, you know, the IMF, I think, puts on a slightly better facade than the World Bank, but when it comes to true interest in in the people of developing countries and developing economies, I, I don't think these places actually have the best interest in mind. Uh, World Bank was notorious for like large loans that were essentially unserviceable to to bring countries into like modern fiefdom uh, <laughs> or servitude into like into the 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 U.S. Um, we're seeing that same thing play out with China. Crypto is a uh, you know, crypto and economic management are good ways away from for third world countries from either you know, the third world originally referred to. You know, you had America, you had Russia, and then you had the the rest of the world. That was it was a third way. Now it's sort of America, China, and the third, and then the rest of the world. It's it's all the same thing. Which is that if you are gen, if you are a smaller country and don't really want to pick sides on the the large scale macro, you know. Internet, like the macro global conflicts happening right now, crypto is a great option because China is pushing to use the RMB, US is pushing to use the US dollar. El Salvador already had a booming US dollar market. Moving to crypto is a great option here. Now, 
is moving to Bitcoin the best idea? I don't know. That's that's sort of like debatable in many, many different ways. Um, but certainly moving to a some sort of pegged asset that's floating on on overall economic activity or you know ethereum which is going to have slightly more inflationary practices you know i think you there's as long as you're kind of looking at uh, you're thinking through your economic reasons for going with a crypto as a third world country lots of great options and cbdcs are great i mean for countries cbdcs are spectacular that's what is so dumb about this article is is the lack of about this this report push out is the absolute lack of of any critical thinking that anyone gave towards how CBDCs are good for countries. So I talk about this a lot. I don't like uh, China's CBDC. I think it is a net negative for the world. Uh, I think that China will use it to further crack down on dissension and you know every everything that authoritarian governments love to do. But that's good for governments. And if you're in the third world country where you can actually gather, you can basically earn more tax, uh, you can you can get more tax. I mean, that's another great way. And you can cut your infrastructure costs and printing costs and all this kind of stuff. I mean, there are great reasons for countries to use CBDCs uh, that have absolutely nothing to do with a country moving to, to Bitcoin like El Salvador. So, And they, this this report went after both of them. It's just, it was just super dumb. Like this is just – you know, it's one of those things like you almost – you know, you you wonder about the like the eighty year old you know dude that wrote this and like why why you know dude just like retire like seriously like, just go like retire like like go play golf. <laughs> I hear it's great. <laughs> All right. Next, let's talk about NFT marketplaces. All right, on to something happier. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you never know when Pat you might never lose know it. When Pat goes on a path, you never know. You never know when Pat might lose it. <laughs> All righty. So Coinbase is launching an NFT marketplace. Yeah, this is exciting. So uh, Coinbase is launching NFT marketplace. I actually I didn't see this coming, and I guess I should have. I mean, like I'm a, I'm, I'm deep in the industry. I think about this stuff every day. Um, I I kind of thought Coinbase wouldn't get into this industry, but everyone is. NFTs are 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 just sort of taking over the world now. Um, even I bought my own NFT, and it's so funny. Like it really is. Like I I I you guys have been following this for a while. I I'm probably not the biggest NFT fan in the whole world. There's things I don't particularly like about them. But I would tell you, we, you know, we at Bitwave were redoing our website recently, and we have a, a number of customers that are NFT customers, uh, like Stoner Cats is one of our customers. And so I'm like, uh, you know, I'm talking to our, our the guy who's doing the website, and I'm like, yo, buddy, like, hey, let's let's throw an NFT on there, um, like let's put like an NFT, a picture of an NFT on there that that's from one of our customers, and like a couple of the younger guys at our business, like Pat, like you can't do that, like Pat, what do you what do you mean, just just you're just gonna put an NFT. On the website, you're just gonna put a picture. You're just gonna right click and copy and paste an NFT into our website. Like, are you are you an idiot? Like, are you dumb? I'm like, oh my god! Like, I don't understand. And it was funny. Like, it it finally actually did kind of make me step back and think about your digital identity as you know this this idea of your digital identity and what you are presenting. Uh, and and this is what you know Twitter's is so deeply thinking about is that you know all these and all these companies that are thinking about like you know the metaverse or whatever is this idea of your digital identity and, and how important that is. And it kind of all clicked to me. So then we did end up going and buying a Stoner Cats NFT that's then going to be on our website. And it's a little, it's a little Easter eggs. So we have, you know, Bitwave is now proud owners of NFTs now. So, right. so I get it. I think, I think I, I understand it more. Um, I still think it's really interesting that like basically, you know, Coinbase is getting so big that they, they're kind of making um, investment decisions so we we hear a lot of complaints. I mean, this is this is we don't do a lot of original reporting on on uh, the DeFi daily here, but I could do some of some some original reporting that's first source. Is that we hear 
a lot of complaints about how long it takes for for businesses to get Coinbase accounts. Um, so Coinbase institutional accounts uh, are very difficult to get. Like it's just it is not easy to get a Coinbase institutional account. I don't understand why. Like it should be a one a five minute sign up process, do a couple of KYC, all that. Um, we had one person that I knew. Had, still had not gotten a Coinbase institutional account after three months and had gotten a Kraken account after uh, four days. So, you know, when you when you overlay, you know, the the unfriendliness to businesses and the NFT marketplaces, like it just, it paints a story of Coinbase as much more retail focused than they are. I mean, they are arguably much more retail focused, um, which is fine, but it just it just sort of like tells you a little bit more about their business and, and the way they think about their place in the world and all of that. So, mm-hmm. so in retrospect, I should have guessed that they were going to do this, but I it just it did actually catch me by surprise. Yeah, and sticking with NFT marketplaces, FTX US will allow users to trade, mint, auction, and authenticate Solana NFTs, and they plan to support Ethereum NFTs soon. Yeah, this one made a lot more sense. I mean, FTX is decidedly a consumer company. I don't even think they have an institutional product. Maybe a little bit of for for their uh, trade clearing, but they are a very very. They do actually. I take it back. But they are a very very like it's retail focused. You know, company. They do a lot of like. Uh, you know, they're advertising on F one races and all on F one cars and all that. So, uh, yeah. <clears throat> all right. Well, that'll do it for today. Thank you as always for listening to the DeFi Daily. All right. Have a good one. <laughs>